At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the Morning DNA. I'm Aaron Dicer, the man of a single black shirt. She is the Nate Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. <laughs> it's the Super Bowl! And we're here to find out what the day of February 7th, 2022, is made of. Um, uh, sleeping in. That's what today's made of. <laughs> it's funny. We've had I very opposite mornings. I haven't even used my voice today. I'm, so, okay. I'm like, ugh. So I'm you're sleepy. Just, you're warming it up. You're warming I mean, yeah. the voice up. You're yeah. getting ready for the day. Yeah, this is the uh, good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is, this is the low voice morning. morning. Yes, That's yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I woke up this. I woke up this morning um, to my daughter and my husband saying, uh, "Do you want to wake up? Because don't you have a show?" And I was like, "Oh no, because my <laughs> alarm didn't go off, or I didn't hear right. it, or whatever." And uh, Iris comes around to where I was, and she says. I'm going to comfort you now. And she takes my arm and starts to just gently like pet Aww. it. I know, it was so sweet. And she's petting my arm and then she says, and now if it's okay with you, I'd like to snuggle. But the problem is I'm going to have to crawl over you to do <laughs> Right, like, right, okay. yes. Yeah. And she said all those words almost verbatim. She's very particular with how she speaks. That's mostly awesome. because I also do the same thing with her. I'm very particular in how I speak with her. Yeah. Yeah. Give that girl some vocabulary. Make her no, real awkward stuff. when she gets to school. <laughs> why 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 did why are you calling it that? Here's the technical name. No, I didn't have any experience with that with my you boys. You sure did. Yeah. Go ahead and tell everyone the truth. Uh no, I I mean the one that comes to mind was when we went to a farm, uh when one of my children was like th- 3 or 4, kind of in that range, kind of in the iris range, like where she is now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, the, we were walking through the farm or whatever, and my four-year-old son says, Dad, is that cow feces? Uh-huh. And the people around just thought the world had ended. Like, what child feces. doesn't say poop? Like, you know, like, it's just... Is that poop? <laughs> um, we have a comment that our uh, audio is very different today. So how would you like to proceed mr dicer uh we can we can take a look i see energy levels i don't see audio but maybe the audio is different too and we can certainly fix that if it is maybe i misread Um, it no i probably misread this oh 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 big you're right yeah no no no. it don't connect to energy (laughs) you you do seem a little quieter to me but i mean as long as people can hear it's not a big deal because we can fix it for the podcast the podcast will never notice Um, podcast people will never know what happens on the live show Uh, yeah, our energy levels are a little bit different. I um, I am so excited. I ran uh, this morning uh, 25 minutes, uh, which is about two and a half miles, somewhere around that range, uh, without stopping. And I'm getting so close to running a 5K again. And I haven't ran a full 5K without stopping in many, many years. And it's really exciting for a couple of reasons. Number one, 
I've also never really run this far this well uh, at this weight. I'm heavier than last time I was running. Now I'm dropping weight pretty well. I'm, I actually saw the 340s this morning for the first time in probably a year. Um, or actually for the first time in probably three years. I always forget it was pre-pandemic and I'm thinking, well, that was like a year ago. No, no. pre-pandemic was like three years ago. Um, three? I mean, three years ago was pre-pandemic, but... Right, uh, <laughs> okay. Ooh, I mean, I know it's crazy, but is it that crazy? It's going to be warp? that crazy. We're, we're, we are heading up on the actual two-year anniversary. I mean, obviously, the pandemic was starting uh, now and starting to pick up steam. And then in the U.S., really shut things down in the middle of the March, late March. So, um, so yeah, we're heading up towards the uh, two-year. You crazy. call it an anniversary. I mean, it is an anniversary, but it's just uh, it's not something you necessarily want to celebrate. But, um, but yeah. But anyhow, so I've, I've had a really good morning. I've got a lot of energy. I'm feeling really good. Congratulations on being able to I probably will start run. sweating here. Uh, in a second, just because the heat kicked on and my my heart rate is still up, so so yeah, so be yes. ready for that. Anytime that Aaron showed up at the uh, uh, radio studio or anything and had been biking into work or running mm -hmm. beforehand, he it would take a solid forty minutes for his body to stop sweating. That's so just he would me. just be he would just be sitting there like red faced, just pouring sweat. Always with some sort of napkin nearby, you know, just yeah, to, pressing just it to, to your dab. forehead and then it mm -hmm. sticks there. It becomes the game, you know, <laughs> how long can it stick there? By the way, uh, it don't connect, has it? Uh, we will be forever calling it a paniversary. My and gosh. Uh, That's that is it. perfect. Uh, so happy to your paniversary. Oh, man. Happy to your paniversary. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. My gosh. So much well, you has happened. I mean, maybe we can right. shoe a dough. Sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. We're going to do the D and A and U. We've got a D topic and A topic and as many U topics as we get to. Uh, so have those ready towards the end of the show. Uh, if there was one thing that I could magically make happen in the environment we use to do this show, it would be a way to uh, star comments to put them in a like a queue for later. Like that is the oh my God. one piece know, of right? the software that is just like... Because we need to have like a little place where we can go back and pull comments from later. Yeah, yeah. So because we don't have that, um, you know, wait till towards the end of the show, throw up the U questions with a U in front of them, and uh, we'll get to as many as we can. But we'll kick it off with the uh, D topic for today. Danae, uh, what is your topic? I am updating it right now. <laughs> <sighs> That's right, because you, you spent the pre-show getting your, your coffee. I Which did. You yeah, definitely I definitely need this morning. I, I definitely do. It's not like my energy is super low. Oh no, it's no, that's just, not what I meant. It's just, I just woke you up. You just woke so up. I know. Recently. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, my question today is: What are you quote unquote chasing in this moment? This could be chasing hmm. a dream. It could be chasing a goal. It could be chasing. But what are you kind of like running after in your life now? This is not based on what Aaron just said. Um. Although it works out really oddly. Sure does. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is because I'm still using some uh, prompts from my Q&A book that I kind of pull from sometimes when I'm not really sure how to take inspiration from my own life and turn it into a conversation. So I've been using these and they've been really, really helpful because it gives me something to sort of ponder. And I was looking at this question just a couple of days ago as I was preparing for the show. And um, I don't usually chase things in my life. I, I'm usually the experience the moment, go with the flow, be surprised by what's in front of me person, because let's just get real. Um, I don't like being disappointed. 
<laughs> is that wrong? It's probably wrong. I like. It's avoiding... very natural. It's a very human tendency for sure. Yeah, I remember my cousin when she lived with me uh, years ago. She had just come back from this like epic adventure where she worked for this organization and lived in a like like a third world country, learned a language that had never been learned before because she was living with a a tribe of people that had never had you know anyone like stay with them that wasn't part of their tribe it was just she was this she is this epic adventurer and she has these uh goals that she takes and she accomplishes them and mm -hmm. when she got back from this trip she i was like come live with me because then you can just not pay rent and just land and reacclimate to u.s life and then go on your adventures and she did that and i remember her going to three or four places and she had a plane ticket and she had a place to stay and they like did a ski trip and i would be like how do you do that she said do what so how do you like how do you do that she said well i have a plan <laughs> oh i save money oh interesting I have, a, I have a i have a yeah there's a goals that i have and so i work towards my goals oh that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about this idea of thinking ahead. Oh, that's so interesting. I got to log into World of Warcraft. I've got a raid tonight. Be right back. <laughs> that's as far as your planning goes. Oh, my planning this is, is like, just like, I got a raid. Tonight, got a raid. Got a raid. But anyhow, um, as I've gotten kind of older, I do have these things that I'm trying to kind of work towards. Most of them center around being a mom. Uh, and as silly as it was yesterday, it was just like, I simply want to go outside and get in the snow with Iris for at least five or 10 minutes and just take some pictures of her on the snow. Um, that seems really, really simple, but that is kind of how I, I operate because I can get so in my moments, I can get so connected to work and getting into my next script and making sure mm -hmm. my next deadline is hit that I'm not spending time outside of my office outside of my work outside of my career building right now so my goal was just simply don't <laughs> it was just uh, go outside right. and take a picture in the snow there's yes. snow go take a picture yes yeah it's a very it's specifically a very hard thing in our culture in the way that we handle work i've seen so many people who uh whose work-life balance revolves around the idea that work is the priority and therefore is the thing that you can't let you know, fall behind. And I've seen, I've seen people create work for themselves because they continue to want to find how can I do the next thing at work instead of scheduling the breathers, scheduling mm -hmm. the time, taking time to go smell the snoses uh, or whatever the, <laughs> I, just, I was going to say smell the roses, but it's, it's snow it's fine. right now. No, so. that's fine. <laughs> Here, uh, I'll show you the picture. So, I snap. there's uh, for the those on the podcast. Um, just hit up, just hit up our YouTube and uh, fast forward to about 15 <laughs> minutes in and uh, and check out these pictures of Iris because uh, yeah, she just, is adorable. I just up one, yeah, she had a, she had a really good time. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I said plural, but uh, there's just okay, the one. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, yeah, no, it's really interesting because we are very different in that way, right? Like that is definitely something in my life where I'm, I love to think ahead about what's the next fun thing I can do that's an adventure, that's an experience, like that's beyond my day to day yeah. and then make that happen. There's a stretch. I just had a stretch over the winter where it was like every weekend I was 
somewhere doing something and I was like, okay, that's, that's a bit much. And I've really enjoyed kind of getting back into the rhythm of things, but I literally have starting with a wedding of a child here in a, in like two weeks, uh, one of my children is getting married and then I am literally gone like seven times within the next two months and it is, or have an event. One of those events is at, or a couple of those events are at home. But like with, you know, the Oscars happening and the award ceremony happening and some trips with friends and, you know, like it's it's going to be a crazy couple months. But I am I am the kind of person that looks at that and goes, OK, how do we make that happen? How do we plan for that? How do we make sure lodging and airfare and all that stuff is ready and good to go? And so we can just have a fun time doing that stuff. And uh, and I enjoy it. And then I'll get back in you know may and i'll be like okay let's take a breather for a few weeks and then we'll do it again mm -hmm. and that's just me because i love it like that that to me is that to me is the priority of life is is experiences moments with the people you love the the friends you have and the work will get done i'll get my work done but like the other stuff is priority to me so yeah yeah yep you're not wrong. There's a nice balance to it. And I feel like sometimes you'll meet people in your life and they'll remind you of, oh, this is another way to do, mm -hmm. to quote unquote, to do it, you know, to um, experience life. And where I haven't been able to do necessarily what my cousin has done to the degree that she's been able to do it, um, she's so goal oriented, that crushes me. I don't wake up every day and go look and see Mm -hmm. You know, what's the next closest thing to get to what I want, mm -hmm. but I am getting closer to that. And it's a really interesting way to live. I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> There's a good balance somewhere, right? Like that's, that's the whole thing in life is, is finding some sort of balance between uh, those kind of extremes. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. Matt says, uh, chasing being a great host for a new med assistant that we are hosting at our house for the next month while they do a rotation in a new city. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, I, I love opening the house to people. My mom, my dad, my grandparents, they were always doing that. There was always people that they were opening up their home to and, and hosting. So that's awesome. Yeah, we're really loving that, too. We're down to one child at home. And so we now have two. We have well, we have two guest rooms. One of them is also an office for uh, for my wife as she's doing her nursing studies. But we spent some time this weekend in the downstairs guest room, like really making it not like putting the TV cords in the wall and hanging a TV and like just making it really nice. There's something really fun about, you know, providing a, a, a really nice environment for people to come live at your house. Um, so, mm. and we do, we have a guest coming to live for a few months. So that'll be good. Chris says, personally, I am chasing the ability to get eight hours of sleep a day. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Unfortunately, the I don't want to go to bed hasn't left my brain since I was five. <laughs> you know what broke me of that was radio. I just radio broke me of oh, that. Yeah. I was like, if I'm going to survive, I've got to have a 9 p.m. bedtime because I was getting up at 4 a.m. every morning for the show. Yeah. And so um, Man, and that's that was such a weird seven hours after, you know, 9 p.m. And then once I had locked in kind of that 9 p.m bedtime uh then when my mornings loosened up a little bit i'm still getting up at like between six and seven which is great so i go to bed between nine and ten and get up between six and seven and it's 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 so beautiful and i feel so good for it so i think that's a that's a good one to chase 
Uh, this one comes from Real Mikey Alexander, who says, I'm chasing the idea of taking a vacation for the first time in forever. Do it. Probably going to turn in the request in the next couple of weeks. Do it. God, this is a huge one for me. It is so hard for me to take a vacation. Yeah. It's so, so hard. I don't know why I'm just designed that way. Maybe I was raised that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Watching Aaron well, you live take in a vacations. Culture. You're yeah. living in a culture that's that way, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, watching Aaron take vacations uh, when I met Aaron was a shock to me. Why are you taking so much time off? We have so much to do. And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Bye. Like, It'll get done. <laughs> It'll get done eventually by someone. Um, mm -hmm. Whether it's me or not, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, good for you. Even if it's just – I've learned that even if it's just time off that you don't even go anywhere because vacation to me always meant some epic thing that you do. Like mm -hmm. you fly somewhere. You, uh, you've got – you go camping there's an excursion of some kind but for the real person just leaving work and checking out mentally from work is really valuable mm -hmm. although it does take so much time and effort to get out of work mode it's almost like you need to have a get out of work mode buffer then you have it. your vacation then yeah. you have to have a get back into work buffer sure. and then start work I, I for most people my, my mind doesn't work that way but i totally get for most for most like for me i can snap my fingers and i can just relax like i can just chill but i do get for most people like there's a a thing where it's like i have to have my brain shift from working this way and thinking this way mm -hmm. um so yeah yeah totally um having to force myself um because i have to force myself to think it doesn't matter anyway while i'm not at work <laughs> yeah exactly. so here's the thing here's the thing that you'll learn when you have major uh life situations for instance like when i went down with my heart right the world's gonna go on the, yeah. like you like people will get your work done like the things that that you provide the valuable things you provide for your work environment will get done while you're gone i was out for i mean i don't even remember i'm sure it was at least a month um maybe a month and a half maybe a month and a half to two months mm -hmm. um that seems because right. my heart stopped and i was in the in, in the hospital uh unconscious for a couple of days um and and it was okay we you know we got back into the swing of it i i jumped back in when i could and, and everybody so like to to think that you can't take a week's vacation because the place will never survive without you there, there's almost a little bit of uh, ego. ego there yeah, too that you sure. that well, we have to work on yeah we as humans put our identity into things to help them matter i mean mm -hmm. why else go you know and so i think we take an ownership sometimes of our work mm -hmm. that necessarily isn't necessarily ours but if it's if it's your own passion like or you're one of a very small group of people doing it it changes for me like if, if you're taking mm -hmm. a vacation from working at target that's different than taking a vacation sure. from a job that has five employees sure and you know that what you do is very specific and it's not mm -hmm. going to get done the way that you want it and you know it's, it's difficult because we That's do put our yeah. own yeah. our own print, you know, mm -hmm. and we, I think, as people, as humans, want to have our print on things. It yeah. matters to us. So, yeah, this is a big one. Tyler says, "I'm chasing a job I can be content and stay for at least five years." Um, yeah, that's hard. Man, because your yeah. version of content might change. Mm -hmm. I was in a job in radio and it started off and it was very, very happy and it was just this explosion of creativity mm -hmm. and it hit all these buttons for me. And then as the drama came in and as the personalities began to, you know, clash and as the miscommunication started and the things that I was, 
like it's like wait no 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 i planned on planting roots here and i can't plant roots here if this is just all falling apart and mm-hmm. you know like you're calling out for help and it's not coming the way that you know you need yeah. my version of content to stay there knowing all those things changed significantly my mm-hmm. my expectations of what content meant changed mm-hmm. significantly so i wish you the very best in that tyler for sure it is it is a rare thing that you're able to uh, work for yourself. I know a lot of people are, mm-hmm. um, but it is still rare. That is really genuinely one of the only situations where you won't have disagreements with your boss. <laughs> like <laughs> Because there's always going to be somebody above you going, actually, I disagree with you on this. We're doing it this way. And so finding that contentment in your job has to have a lot to do with feeling that the work you're doing is valuable. You know, like mm-hmm. the, the thing you're doing is oh, has yeah. some meaning to it yeah. um, because it can get yeah. it can get really bad when you have the one two punch of I don't feel like the work I'm doing means anything. And also I have people above me who are making me miserable. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, contentment is a really good word, though, because it's such an important thing to to figure out what it means to be content. Like for me, I really had to lower some standards, which sounds mm-hmm. wrong, but it's not bad for a perfectionist person like myself who had really high expectations of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also learned that like there's a baseline for contentment for me with certain things. Like I know this is going to be uncomfortable, but I'm okay with this uncomfortability. Whereas before I would have just ran and been like, hey, you know what? This isn't fun. I'm out. Now I'm kind of willing to stay in the discomfort and the, and the working through of things because the contentment like aaron said is that like i can either see a goal either further out or um i know that things might shift around in time like that really oh no denise sees a problem on the horizon i need to send a five-page email right now mm-hmm. no i you know so there's, <laughs> there's these things <laughs> right there's yeah. these things that shift and change as time goes on tyler so i think the the goal of contentment is a really, really good one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Steven also says something that uh, I I think we can both identify with very much right now. Having a good boss makes things a lot easier to be able to take time for yourself. Yeah, when mm-hmm. you have the backing of yeah. you know the people above you to be like, yeah, no, we get it. Mm-hmm. Healthy work-life balance, go do it. Um, yep. That's really good. <clears throat> this one's nice from Matt. Our new thing is our weekly meal planning every oh, week. Nice. So we try to do one new thing <clears throat> for a meal. We didn't have this as a goal. It was sort of an accidental experiment because we use HelloFresh. And mm. that really did that both of those things. We're trying, we're, we're meal planning, but it's pre-planned for us, which is great for my uh, our family because we're not meal planners yet. Maybe down the line mm. we will be using this as a kind of a guide or an experience that plays into that. Um, and then of course we're trying all kinds of new things because you get what you're sent. I mean, you can pick your own things. You can go in and you can search the menu options, but did you guys do the shepherd's pie? I haven't had that one yet. Oh, oh, it was so good. We <laughs> should be a HelloFresh podcast. We oh should, my gosh, we should, for like, real. I mean, we don't have a code for us, but if you do want to do HelloFresh, we do know a code we could give you that would uh, help us out uh, around the around the bend. But um, but yeah, no, uh, HelloFresh has been an absolute miracle at our house too. Elizabeth says, try not to work on the weekends and just focus on personal projects. Yep. That's important, especially if you want to see goals continue in your household. We did that this weekend. This weekend, we finally put down the Christmas tree. Yay! 
<laughs> February 6th, the Christmas decorations came down. That's okay. That's so okay. we haven't done a big Christmas tree the last couple years uh, just because we don't have uh, necessarily a place for it, but we have like a medium small one that we put up. Still up. And I think it's still up because we don't even really notice it because it's not like this giant thing. All we have to do is put it in a box. That's all we have to do to take it down. But nope, still hanging out in our living room because why not? Because why not? It was really difficult for Iris. She was having such a wonderful time with the tree. Uh, so we decided to keep up a tiny little tree in her room that had three of her most favorite Christmas ornaments on it that she was always going and touching and looking at. So she kind of gets to carry what she wants, but then the mm -hmm. tree comes out of the living room and we now have more <laughs> space. And then all mm -hmm. the Christmas decorations were packed away over the weekend too. So yeah. those are the kinds of things you can do when you choose not to work on a weekend. So yeah. good, good. It's true. And like I said, we got our you know, like TV hung in our guest room with the cords in the wall and everything. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that was an interesting experience. I don't often saw into my walls. Um, <laughs> so that's... You definitely saw it into your wall. Although the TV, like with no plug in, looks, looks so good, so doesn't cool. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to go on to your topic? Sure. Let's do it. Uh, the A topic, the Winter Olympics have begun. What winter activity would you compete for a gold in? Now, this doesn't have to be an actual winter sport. This could be you being creative, something during the winter uh, that you would compete for a gold in. This comes from last week. We had a snowstorm here, and I think I am really talented at being barefoot in the winter um, and going in just like taking the trash out and getting the mail and just doing it barefoot during the winter. And I, I had like, it's, it's almost like a winter, my winter decathlon. It's like the ice, the snow, and then like the blades of grass that are now like razors because they're frozen solid and you're walking on them. Uh, and then, you know, pulling the trash out, getting the mail, also the little pebbles in the road that have now become little ice pebbles. And, uh, and yeah, doing all that barefoot is, is probably, I'd probably compete for a gold, uh, and like getting the mail during the, during a snowstorm barefoot, uh. Idea, I think so. I think I have always marveled at your barefootedness. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Because your feet are essentially a second pair of shoes at this point, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, that's how you you almost view them that way. I can also go barefoot. I think more comfortably than others in my life. I freaked your husband out one time. Oh yeah, I, I think he was driving. He was driving away, and I went out to get the mail, and he looked at me, and he was like, "Are you? Where are you? Where are your barefoot? Shoes? You're yeah. walking across the road." barefoot and i'm like yeah he's like i like i would be dead like i would yeah. need so much pain yeah he has baby feet you know he's yeah. he's always wrapped his feet he's never without shoes unless he's sleeping and even then i'm pretty sure he would like to be in shoes <laughs> <laughs> um I, think, I don't think that's healthy you gotta let those those puppies breathe right like i mean well, they they breathe at night that's when they're allowed to to live um uh -huh. but like you know like going outside and standing in the grass or something is just uh -huh. not something yeah. that's ever crossed his mind yeah, yeah. so the, this the sensation of uh temperature and different mm -hmm. textures freaks him out yeah um i think mine would be something about twitch like hmm. I, I think i would do i don't know that i would win any olympic sport because there's some people that have twitched you know nonstop for i'm sure a week at a time or something but it would definitely revolve around me just staying in my little hobbit hole and maybe doing something with which because i've been uh 
when I think about winter, I think about staying still, staying warm. Um, and so right. right here at the computer where, you know, turn on a game, play games, hang out on Twitch. So, so you'd be with Slab. Slab said, is hibernating a winter sport? 100%. I'd be excellent at that. Yes. Uh, I would totally win a gold medal in hibernating. Yeah, we are winning. Yeah. Uh, lots of great fun ones. Tyler says, ice breaking art. Okay. That's interesting. You know, this is this would be a fun sport as somebody who grew up in Michigan. The idea of like how you get ice off the roof or snow or your vehicle, mm -hmm. like that could be a winter sport. Like how quickly can you clear the windshield? De-ice de the windshield, which for me these days, I just start the vehicle and then go inside for 15 minutes and then come back out. I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it anymore and ice scrape uh, after years of doing it in Michigan. Um, so yeah, that would be, uh, an interesting one. Uh, the ice breaking thing, uh, it don't connect says being angry at the weather, uh, would win, a, win a gold medal in that. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but you could get some, some competitors in that. Uh -huh. Yeah. Just a whole slew of people just all competing with like insults thrown mm -hmm. at weather. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, the, the creative cursing would probably have mm -hmm. to be like where you get the oh, style yeah. points, uh, on that one. Uh, JCD says, I'd go for gold in snow angels, maybe snowball fights. So, uh, interesting couple of choices here. So, for snow angels, how do you score well with a snow angel? Is it about symmetry? Is it about, like, uh, the consistency of depth? Like, is it, is it like, the perfect... What are the, the perfect, rules here? Yeah, like, is it the perfect butt print, you know, like, on the snow angel? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, how what, mm -hmm. what makes it a good snow angel? The distance between the last footstep and where the snow angel begins like mm -hmm. is it a is it a walk 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 leap into snow angel right right you know? like so there's mm -hmm. undisturbed snow around the snow angel yeah that would probably be worth extra points mm -hmm. i would say it's probably also worth extra points or maybe points taken away to uh do what my friends and i uh all did in high school which was you after you make the snow angel you add the halo by peeing a line in the snow above wow. the head not so. easy for females <laughs> to do yeah, bonus points, level of difficulty. Uh, Bio females, um, we'd have to have, <laughs> let's see, a little uh, apparatus of some kind right. for some yes. swinging. Yes. yes, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Ew, says lollipop shoes. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> uh, snowball fights, on the other hand, do you make that like a a combat, like a gladiatorial sport? Like, is it over? Like when somebody is injured or knocked out or is it just number of hits you know like accuracy and um you know like paintball is it like paintball where somebody's out like is it a team sport is mm -hmm. snowball fights a team okay, sport it okay. feels aaron, like aaron, aaron calm down aaron's obviously very <laughs> interested in this one <laughs> no i'm just i'm trying to think you know how would you how would you make those uh actual sports i like the winter gold uh wearing layers to stay warm just nice. who is whose body temperature is the warmest without it going into the danger zone? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Jagged says competitive snow watching from inside with a cup of coffee. Uh huh. I think mm -hmm. you'd get extra. You'd get points for like how you posed and the look on your face as you look out at the snow. Like what is it communicating? Like there's a real acting element. Did you get uh, the to soup this sport. prep one from Lolly? I saw that. Uh, Lolly says, I take gold medal in soup prep, been making different flavors each weekend and have a freezer of individual portions one. prepped. I have lunches for the next month. Nice. Man, that's so freaking cool. And wouldn't that be interesting? Like you just have like a little, how much food can you prep in such amount of time? Mm -hmm. And, and yep. then like extra points for variation. Yep. 
Because my husband would just be like, I have made a turkey sandwich for every day of this month. But Lolly's <laughs> like, but I have a different flavor. And they're individual. Like extra points for that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jagged, I'll give you a run for your money in this one. Uh, competitive watching a movie with popcorn under a blanket while it's cold outside. Um, yeah, I definitely think movie watching uh, could be a winter winter sport as well. Uh, this one's from No Clue Who Says, My older sister used to pull me across the ice when we were ice skating. She would go backwards really fast holding my hands. This could be made cool, like a cool winter sport. The two would each take turns. So that'd be kind of cool, right? Like yeah. spinning and flinging. Like a kind tandem, of a like a tandem, like a ice, tandem ice race with you yeah. know, one backwards, one forwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting mm-hmm. for sure. The only rule I guess I don't know. I you 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 you'd have to just make the rule that you had to be holding both hands the entire time, right? So then you could maybe skate however, maybe you could both go forward or but you just you had to be holding I love hands. It. Yeah. Uh, Real Mikey says, winter gold. If I lived where it snowed, I'd train dogs to make snow twisties, which is their version of the snow angel. <laughs> ah. I can see that in my imagination when the dogs get on the ground and just start twisting around. <laughs> we have we have a precious little uh, Shih Tzu named Hannah that's living with us right now. And uh, she, when she goes out, kind of hops in the snow and then so she'll just hop and then she'll break through and it'll be like almost all the way covering her up and then she'll oh. hop again. <laughs> it's so- it's so cute. Uh, she's also mastered um, the one leg pee, uh, where she will she will pee like a male dog, uh, mm-hmm. so she doesn't have to get down in the snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris says exhaling hot mist in cold air as long as possible. Give me that gold medal right now. What is Challenge the, accepted. What is what is the? I don't understand what the just like, like breathing. <gasps> You want to you want a gold medal in breathing? Is that I mean, what we're that's doing? That's a pretty interesting one. Where you just take a deep breath and you slowly exhale. See how you long get points you, like, for the density air, of the yeah. Okay. How much All air right. you can hold in? It's amazing how much air you can hold in your lungs. We don't right. like we don't do deep breathing. Right. I remember being in a yoga class where we did like this breathing exercise, and it blew my mind how much mm-hmm. air you can hold into your lungs. Oh yes. Because I'm just oh, like, yes. I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> They're not very helpful. That's just, that's just so. how you go through your day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just shallow air. Nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, no Clue says, orange juice is always an option for the halo. It's like, no, <laughs> what, what fun is that? What fun is that, No Clue? Come on. Come on. Oh, my God. Uh, no. Let's see. Lots of good comments. Lots of good comments. Um, you ready to go on to the U topics? Sure. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do some U questions. Let's do some you questions. Uh, put a you at the front so we can see it and ask us anything you would like, and we will uh, do our best to answer it. Uh, you can ask anything. Doesn't mean we'll answer anything, but it does mean uh, that we'll take a look at it. So, yeah, anything you'd like to know, just ask us as a you question, and we will get into them. Uh, let's see. Lucas says, uh, this isn't a you question, but we'll kind of go on with the topic while people are getting their you questions in. I'd win a gold medal in marathon as I prefer to go for a run in cold weather. Okay. Well, you know, there you go. You do you, Lucas. Uh, Steven says, who is your favorite comic book hero? Oh, um, that's tricky. Cause I didn't read comic books. Did you read comic books? No. No, but we live in a world now where we know the comic book heroes. They come from the comics, and so you know you like you watch them right. and you enjoy right. them. But they right. come from the comics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think mine when I was growing up was at anything X Men, specifically Storm and Phoenix. I really loved Storm and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But then when I realized that Phoenix, spoiler alert, 
destroys the universe from anger. I really related to that. So I loved her even more. And then I thought, oh, wait, that's super destructive. Maybe I'll go back over to Storm. <laughs> so it was kind of like a back and forth between uh-huh. the power of Phoenix and relating to like just wanting to destroy everything. <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting. The X-Men question is almost like it's separate category. I, I feel like it's because I think everybody could. No, not everybody. But I feel like people who love this stuff could pick their favorite X-Men and also their favorite comic book hero. Uh, I'm going to go with Captain America for this. Uh, I just I absolutely love um that character and the idea of integrity and you know trying to be the best version of a human as you can be and yeah i really dig it so and i've loved what they've done with it in the movies too um as far as x-men uh probably nightcrawler really dig nightcrawler uh this one's from jc who asks thoughts on long distance relationships inspired partially by my mom and her penchant for anytime i mention a woman getting depressed when i say they're not in this state. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a problem for the ages of the internet, isn't it? I mean, this is this is not a I say problem, and <clears throat> that's a very loose term um, because I don't think that long distance relationships are a problem. I think they have their own unique set of problems. Um, but I think it's definitely more prevalent now that we have the internet than ever before in history, obviously, though long distance relationships have always existed. Yeah. Thoughts on long distance relationships. Um, I think there are challenges to every relation. I think every relationship has various challenges to it, whether you're talking romantically or whether you're talking friendships or or whatever. And we, we've talked about this before. My My general opinion is that we make too fine a distinction between, uh, you know, the idea of chasing a significant other over just developing lots of friendships and then, you know, letting relationships uh, develop naturally and become whatever they are. Um, we, we tend to, it seems to me, especially in this culture, skip the idea of, uh, I'll use an old word like courtship, like the idea of, oh, we're just going to hang out. I mean, we're just going to be friends for a while and, you know, um, I just think we, we go right to, Hey, you, you want to be my boyfriend? You want to be my girlfriend? You know, like in, and we're kind of taught that growing up in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish we, I really wish we could dial down SO culture, um, several notches in a way that would just allow humans to have relationships with other humans and then let them develop naturally. Every relationship is going to have difficulties distance is one of those that is um more and more not as difficult to overcome the only part of it that really really stinks is the touch part like hugs and you know just being able to be near someone and in the same space there's something really cool about that um but you can still connect with somebody get to know them uh laugh together like all that stuff can happen uh digitally so it's not as hard as it used to be to maintain a long distance relationship <clears throat> so, um, so I guess that's good news, but I, you know, every relationship has challenge. So distance mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the, the be all and end all of those challenges is my opinion. Very, very good points. I think that there's a lot, um, like when, uh, when Aaron said like the only issue is, is touch. There's a lot of issues. I, I've been in long distance relationships a couple of times. And I think one of the biggest issues is fantasy because when someone's not in your space, you sure. get to fill in a lot of details, just like with yeah. text message conversations, yeah. you kind of get to fill in the inflection sure. of their tone. <clears throat> you get to create a person in your mind 
that is both ex what you're seeing on screen or what you're experiencing on the phone or whatever, and then fill in the rest with whatever you want that person to be. And I think that that's a really dangerous thing. I think yes, that long distance can relationships yeah. can work, but you really have to be honest with yourself in your self-reflection and you have to be honest with each other about fantasy because you know i don't know there's a there's a there's a beautiful thing about friendships online this is something that i've done like with just even friends too is they become these sort of avatars in your imagination at least this is for me i guess i can only speak for myself but they, they can become an avatar um so there's been friends that i um you know, that I've had in the past, especially when I was gaming a lot, because a lot of my social circle became online and then they became my outlet for conversation and, and this and that. And I never met them and I never will meet them because they live so far away. Um, but in my mind, I have a version of who they are. And I'm sure if I met them, there would be a lot of shifts in what I've as assumed even their energy is like when we have conversations and stuff, because I've gotten to kind of create a very comfortable version um, in my imagination of who they are. So I think aside from having to make sure that you make time online or make time to connect, uh, you need to try to make time in person too, because you will come against things that you've built up in your imagination and you will need to discover if you would like to continue to pursue somebody romantically. But I agree with Aaron that there are so many degrees of loving and caring for somebody. And this idea that we have to have one person in a like a relationship status place is um, it can make you feel really lonely at the end mm -hmm. of the day. Yeah. And and so it's OK to have a lot of different kinds of love in your life. Um, but ultimately, I think long distance relationships are some of the hardest things that you can ever really experience. But there's a beauty in it, too, because you can just be yourself in a really unique way because when you are online typing you can show whatever version you want and that's another part of the fantasy also is right, you're becoming the fantasy, the fantasy in some ways of yourself yeah. right so be willing to type things that touch on your humanity even if it's uncomfortable because that other person needs to see that you're a complex person who makes mistakes too and you have to be willing to share your failures because one of the things that happens in person is you can kind of see like if someone hesitates or you can kind of hear an inflection or you can pick up on things like for me, I pick up on stuff just like energy wise, like, oh, you feel like something's wrong and you don't get that as much. Mm -hmm. So you have to be willing to talk about those things and risk in a way them seeing the complexity of what it would mean to care for you um, or whomever, you know, you're you're interested in. Um, but certainly online friendships are a huge, huge part of our life. And so it's so easy to meet somebody online and be attracted to them and want them to be in, in your life. And that's okay. So, um, yeah, but yeah, it I is think hard. That's really good. It's really hard. I think that's really good. I think you, you bring up some great points. I, I would also, I'm, uh, I would also say that that idea of creating the perfect other person in your mind is not just a thing for long distance relationships. It's a lot easier with long distance relationships, I think, to do that. But I've I've seen many people create a version of someone in their minds that just isn't real, isn't mm -hmm. true, even though they're in the same place, you know, yeah. like and that's, you know, that's that part of part of having long term relationships is the idea of finding new levels of authenticity, finding new levels of who this person is, and also people change. And that becomes a whole mm -hmm. nother thing about long-term relationships 
is how do you adapt to each other as, as you change? Um, and again, that goes for friendships and marriages and SOs and all that. So, yeah. Uh, the expansion of this is uh, found out an online friend has a crush on me and I'm definitely in the what do stage. Um, <laughs> if you're in that very initial discovery, and we're going to go into the next question here in a second, but if you're in that initial discovery place, I think just if you want to address it, you can say things like, you know, uh, what, is, what does a crush mean to you? Because exactly. crush, it's all about defining expectations. Like, it's like um, I'm more interested in you than just casual, hey, what's up? Like, I want to get to know you and you right. can even say yeah. like, hey, I don't, uh, I want to know more about you too. Um, and it can just be something that's not on that surefire track towards like, this person is someone that I'm going to, um, you know, move across the country and be with, you know, like there's, there's so much between there and there, but they just might want to spend more time with you. Um, but again, for me, especially, I'm like, just don't build a fantasy uh, because those are absolutely crushing. <laughs> so a different kind of crushing. Uh, yeah, I I agree 100 percent and would say uh, defining expectations is the key to every relationship, defining what it means to you. So the other person knows because crush can mean a lot of different things to a lot mm -hmm. of different people. And that can, s s yeah. you know, span the 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 gamut from. I see myself in your life forever and I want to make babies with you to, you know, oh no, I just like hanging out with you. Like the, like that crush can mean both of those things to different people. So like, yeah, defining uh, understanding of, you know, what this means to you um, in understanding your own thoughts on mm -hmm. any relationship you have. Uh, yeah, this you is know, true for any is relationship. This to me? Yeah. 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 But, but it's so different whenever you're, um, it's so different when you're in a relationship um, with that's text-based because you have to communicate through your words written mm -hmm. versus you know just conversations that lead to things. So Lolly says, my husband and I were long distance for a long uh, for a while, way back before we were married. It was work, uh, but it's hard, and you need to be honest about expectations and what you're looking for and what is and is not working. And this is what's so important: is you have to be willing to write it down. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes like conversations easier because you can kind of clip past it. Like I need this and, da -da 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 -da, and it kind of like you don't know, but when it's written down, that's something that that person can read over and over and over again. And so you're going to spend time uh, as you define things um, mm -hmm. that you need and that person can kind of agree to it or, or not. So it's, a, it's any relationship is hard. Long distance is a different level of hard in my yep. opinion. So. Jagged says, saw moon fall last night. So hilarious. What do you think the moon is made of? Can't say cheese. Danae, what's the moon made of? Um, toenail clippings. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I have no answer now. Uh, there's like, no um, answer that's better than that answer. There is. That it is, is actually. Dandruff. It's made it of is, dandruff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, um, it is the, like, skin slough of some, mm -hmm. like, space creature. Mm -hmm. yeah, yes. For sure. Yeah, that feels right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see other you questions. Uh, there's several that came through. Let me see what this one is. I'm starting a new channel. My question is, should I film five videos all at once to launch, tell people or film one upload and wait till Ooh, I, I get the five whenever I get them to tell people makes sense. I, got I think I'm following for you. Tyler. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is the, this is the kind of question that, that we love to dig into. So today oh, yeah. go for My it. My instinct is you create a mock first. 
And then you get a group of people that you can send it to and get some feedback because the second time that you make it will be different. Um, you can definitely record all of them at once, especially if you've got a clear vision and you know exactly what you want to do and you don't want feedback. But uh, so we just launched, launched a show called Captain's Pod and we're kind of nearing towards the finale now. And it's like, I think a 10 episode series. Um, we launched episode zero first. This is a obviously podcast, not video, but it's kind of similar. Um, we did episode zero where we told the audience about what we were doing. Uh, we pre-recorded episode one um, and kind of got that edited. And by the time that we released episode one and got feedback, we changed the format for two and we changed the format for three. So now that we're like in towards the end of the series, we're in that groove and we're releasing the content and the it's really solidified and kind of come together because we got into a rhythm. So our version of what we thought we were gonna be doing in episode zero versus what we're doing in episode 10 are really similar, but just different enough that we wondered if we should have done a couple more test episodes to get feedback to find that rhythm before we launched episode one. However, none of this actually matters because your audience is going to watch whatever you put out. And if you're passionate about it, they will watch all the changes that you go through. So that's one thing for, um, for getting ahead on content though, I think getting ahead even two or three episodes is really, really smart because you don't know the kind of work that you're up against until you get into projects. So a buffer is always a relief because if you're sick, you go on vacation, you hit you hit something you didn't expect, you can still get that consistent content out because yeah, once you get started to build an audience, you have to have consistent content. That machine, man, that machine, that content machine will chew you up if mm -hmm. you're not careful. Um, yes. And I think part, I think what I will focus on with my answer, because I agree with everything Danae said, is that there are different approaches based on what you're trying to do with your content. Like right. if you are, doing like a seasonal run of something, I highly recommend just getting it all produced first and then just releasing it, you know, one week uh, after another, oh, yeah. or at least getting the first six or seven done and then do the last three as you're, you know, airing the first six or seven. If you want to do weekly content or more than once a week content, or even let's say twice a month content, um, I think you're, you're in a good place to be like two ahead. You know, like if in yeah. that way, you know, you've got a little bit of buffer. Um, but if you want to keep that thing churning, you don't want to be pushing it right up against uh, release dates um, because that's Unless just a you're recipe. Built for pressure. Well, but that's a um, recipe for you, burnout. It's just really a recipe for burnout. You really want to make sure, too, if that's kind of your personality, that you build in a seasonal mindset, too, where you can take a break, have a stop down and rebuild. But as you start or restart, but as you're starting your content, the consistency, you know, is really, really important because then your audience knows, hey, it's Monday. I know that I'm going to be, you know, going on the morning DNA because that's a Monday morning. And that's mm -hmm. an, that becomes a really important uh, thing. I think also you have to manage your expectations. Um, and the best motivator is that it's something that you love to do. If you're mm -hmm. passionate about it, you will keep yeah. creating. If you're doing it for numbers, sure. then you're going to be disappointed in anything that you <clears throat> do because even podcasts, it's like five downloads an episode is considered a decent successful launch for something because you, you know, like the uh, a successful podcast, like some of the top podcasts have like 150 downloads per episode, you know, and I think people have in their mind that it's going to be this thing, but really it's just 
you have a passion, you want to get something out and you get it out. And that is your motivation is that it's coming from you and you want that content to come out. It's not for the views. It's not for the likes. It's not for the downloads. It's because be. you want to. It can be. I, I think I read something recently uh, where something like 97% of all podcasts have less than 100 mm -hmm. uh, downloads per, yeah. like if you, like if you have more tier. than 100 Mm -hmm. downloads per episode you're in the top three percent of podcasts yes. now a lot of that has to do with the fact that literally everybody has a podcast now like it is literally There's something so there there are so many podcasts but um but yes what Danae said i mean look at shoe look at shoe the dough right like what we're recording right now goes on to a podcast called shoe the dough uh we have been doing this we are coming up this summer on our 11th anniversary of this podcast 11 uh, years being, 11 years that no 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 10 10, ten, ten years, ten years. Of our yeah it's our yeah, 10 year. yeah, 10 years yeah this summer will be our, our 10 years mm -hmm. so a decade of doing this thing we have what 20 to 40 people hang out with us live on monday mm -hmm. morning mm -hmm. we have a couple hundred two to three hundred people that download you know uh the one episode a month kind of thing mm -hmm. so each episode maybe gets 100 downloads something maybe. you know close to that 100 mark but we and don't we're do still it doing that. We, do, because do you know why we we're still have to doing have an outlet. It? Because we love it. Because mm -hmm. we're passionate about having this time to chat together, you know, to talk about what's going on in your life and our lives. Like, that's why we keep doing it every Monday. Um, because if, yeah, if you're chasing money or numbers, man, that gets, that gets old and depressing really, real fast. Yeah, it, it can really kill your creativity. And as mm -hmm. a creative person, that is what drives you. Um, you you have to be motivated to push through the hard stuff, which is why your motivation has to be your content because you just mm -hmm. want to do it. So yeah. uh, that would be the other unasked for thing. Uh, this one's from Slav who says, hey, Danae, any predictions or wishes for the Oscar noms this week? <laughs> well, I hope you have an answer for this. I do. It's actually Good. Lolly's answer, which is um, Oscar lives in a trash can. So his food or noms nice. are probably garbage. Nice. So thank you, nice. Lolly, for helping me Very with that nice. one. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Lolly also has a you question. Uh, what are your favorite crisps? Uh, what's your favorite crisps flavor? Uh, we call those chips here. Um, mm. <clears throat> we've probably we've probably talked about this before. This is this is a very important question. So it's good to revisit it. Um, where are you in life right now, Danae? Like when you want to Oof. reach for a chip, I notice you have the queso chips around all the time. I don't know if that's because you like them or because Iris likes them or so queso or chips have entered <clears throat> into our our household, and I. They're disgusting, but I can't. I stop think so. Them. I had one of them when I was over at your house one time, the and I was flavor, like, "Why would anybody put this in their mouth?" The flavor bomb is so confusing to me. It explodes in your mouth. It's way too much. It's wor that's and that's yet, the worst. My body is like, eat one more. <laughs> so that is why I am frustratingly saying right now it's this stupid queso chips. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, and probably I don't even, a bag it's like a, off to your left, is right? It like, lays? No, I actually put them away. <laughs> oh, you put them away. Usually, usually I have the bag over here so yeah. I can mindlessly munch on them. Before that, probably like a cheddar, like a cheddar chip. I really enjoyed for a long time the sun chips, the cheddar cheddar. Harvest cheddar. Mm -hmm. Harvest cheddar so sun good. chips, baby. They're so good. I love sun chips. Um, My answer still is probably... Uh, it's probably the the sour cream and and cheese uh um uh ruffles that's probably where i where i end up going i just i love that that flavor of chip but um but man i there there are a lot of good choices out there so yeah 
there you you introduced me into an incredible barbecue chip um the barbecue oh, those are so yummy oh man i could eat bags of those those are like the kettle the kettle brand right yeah the ones yeah. that the chip these chips are good song is based on is kettle <laughs> brand right, chips that's right. <laughs> that's right these chips are good <laughs> Danae ruining the moon for all of us now. You're welcome. You're welcome. These crisps are good. Uh, the moon is a coaster that's celestial from the eternal Zaxxon left behind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. nice. It's vegan tofu. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, well, I think we have uh, we've run we through come your to the end questions. of the questions. Yeah. Okay. So and we're about an hour. So I think we're good oh. to kind of close up shop. Uh, quickly, JCD. No, I still have not watched Vox Machina. I never actually watched season one of Critical Role, and so I'm not familiar with the story, which might be the perfect setup for Vox Machina. But I have not started watching it yet. I am literally buried in work. Mm -hmm. Um, I am working harder than I've ever worked in my entire life to to build something. Uh, and I'm I'm completely uh I'm buried by it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't Remember want to that watch that conversation we were having. I don't earlier. want to watch anything. I don't want to. I just. Yeah. I want to stop watching things. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. If I can, if I could stop, uh, it would be great. Actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So thanks you guys so much for watching. Uh, as always, for those Twitch watchers, all beautiful twenty some of you, I really really enjoyed Kamikaze Tape. Uh, when we went last time, because it's such a great chill, um, music vibe for the rest of my workday. So. I am going to selfishly raid <laughs> uh, into Kamikaze um, tape. So please go enjoy some incredible music over there. Um, and thank you so much for watching every Monday or Sunday. As Aaron mentioned earlier, we are going into a travel heavy season. We are. Um, so if you guys aren't following us on Twitter, please go follow at Aaron and Danae, or you can find us on the CinemaSins Discord. We will often update stuff there randomly because that's where we work. Um, but just please, please be watching for our updates because we are going to sporadically be taking breaks. Um, but we really do appreciate all of your support and uh, joining us mm -hmm. on Twitch or on YouTube or wherever you're watching. We really appreciate all your guys coming, all of you guys coming to see us every Monday and Sunday. Yeah, Did I miss absolutely. anything, Aaron? Uh, no, I mean, go uh, check out the Team DNA, you know, uh, you can be a member of Team DNA at the Patreon, patreon.com slash studio DNA. And we appreciate you and love you. We'll catch you on the next Monday or someday. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. 
With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.